I'm Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast. It publishes right here, youtube.com slash carpool gaming every single Monday in podcast services, wherever you listen to one. Thank you guys so much for being here, for listening, and for watching, and for leaving a comment, for liking the YouTube video, for telling your mom, for telling your dad, and telling your, your, tell, oh, don't tell your kids just yet. Don't tell, don't, wait, just wait a little bit. Uh, wait a little bit. I'm so glad you guys are here. We are, we are in the final countdown. Doodaloo doo. <laughs> uh, the extra life is happening. We're going to save a whole bunch of kids and we're going to raise a whole bunch of money. And so uh, Becky Ruben Navarro, the better half of Lee Navarro, who's been on the show many, many times uh, a couple of weeks ago. In fact, we got the hype train rolling for extra life. Uh, Becky is back. And we're going to talk to her in just a second. But before we get there, in case you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs from strangers from the Internet. And if you want to be on the show, just tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I have to say right off the bat, I don't know what's going to happen for next week's show. Um, I'm going to be in New York City. I was just in Chicago. I just got back. There's been a ton of travel. Uh, life is life. It's, it's kind of at that max right now. Like it's kind of this is this is that time of year. We've got a lot of things going on. We've got reviews going on. There's like content probably happening three or four times a day here at YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming. If you want to support us, go to Patreon.com slash Carpool Gaming, just like 80 plus people did like our ultimate producers. Thank you guys so much, Robbie Bobby Miller. Thank you, Trucker Sloth. Thank you, Tony Baker at uh, YouTube.com slash Quest for Pixels. Thank you, Dallas Ford, the co-host of The Blame Game. Thank you, Jonathan Brown, PME, and Gems. Get that album on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, of course, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. All the links are in the show notes. Click on every single one. Follow all these people. They're amazing. Uh, our platinum producers, Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern. You guys are incredible. And all of our gold members, Anna Cecily Carozza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, uh, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, Skinny Matt. Welcome back my friend and the snack network and also thank you to our newest patron McBale. i know ribo tries to get us to ban you but um you're welcome here i don't i don't know what the deal is there i feel like there might be something uh it's it's consistent that's for sure uh but I, i'm glad you're with us enjoy all that exclusive content like a four hour episode of sweet hangs that i recorded with um with donnie reese now this is the thing i have to acknowledge this at the very least because uh I, there's been a lot going on lots of content um, and every every day every week i'm like man how how am i going to keep up this pace like oh my goodness there's so much stuff and then i'm like let's go talk to donnie for four hours like I'm, i i realize i am a walking contradiction it's a thing i whatever um but speaking of walking contradictions i don't even know there's nowhere to go from there you guys uh extra life is coming up uh, I want to let you know, I read this book. This is not sponsored. I'm also realizing that like my, my laundry is <laughs> in the shot behind me. Anyways, those are the pants I was wearing earlier. Uh, I read this book. It's called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. I highly recommend it if you guys are looking for a way to break yourself out of a cycle, to reach your goals, to realize your potential. I just wanted to, I just want to tell you this a quick story before we, before we get to business. Uh, I read this book on my flights, uh, to and from Chicago. I'm not very, fast reader as it turns out i wish i was much faster but i was reading that instead of playing video games and that's a whole other thing even though i wanted to play rabbit uh mario plus rabbits i'm loving mario plus rabbit i had my switch with me um but this is a book this is i mean I've, I've been wanting to read this for a while i got it for my birthday actually back in the summer um so i read the book and was just like so inspired by it also every chapter ends in like a challenge or a th something that you should do and just get down to business and i'm all about that man and I read this book and then I went for a run on the weekend just after I would have gotten home. I guess it would have been the next day. Got home. And um, what am I trying to tell you? I ran my fastest 10K. 
Like, I don't think that that's a coincidence. I was running through, running, I was doing my run, thinking about the words in this book. And I can't, I, I'm telling you guys, like, I'm on the path. I'm working hard. I'm doing the thing. Um, just like the backtrackers in the Discord, they're doing their thing. And I'm going to join. I think this is the week after the next, the next, uh, meetup is the week after Extra Life on Saturday, November. It must be the 12th or 11th. Hang on a second. Hang on. It's the 12th. Yes. Um, I believe. Hmm. I should double check this. I'm so sorry, guys. Check out the, the backtrackers. In any case, what you want to do is jump on Tetris Effect Gris or Sayonara Wild Hearts. Gris is like, or a lot of people say Gris. It's a French word for gray. Um, and it's a beautiful game. Tetris Effect, beautiful game. Sayonara Wild Hearts, beautiful game. I've played two out of the three of these games. So I plan on joining. So join me and the backtrackers. Play these games as our community uh, driven video game book club. And we all just get together and we talk about it. We've been, you guys know about the backtrackers by this point. But if you don't, don't be a stranger. Jump on and everybody is welcome. The links are in the show notes. Everything is great. Becky Rubin Navarro joins me on the show today. And I wanted to get one last glimpse as to what it takes to run an event like this. We are coming up on 60, 70, 80, maybe 90 plus people coming to Rome, New York, descending upon Rome, New York. We're all going to be raising money for the kids. Stay tuned to youtube.com slash carpool gaming or the trophy room on Twitch um, or save the game media here on YouTube as well. We're going to be restreaming from the same couch, the same TV all weekend, 24 hours. The links are in the show notes to donate. We've got the best prizes and not those damn Nintendo dads. I'm telling you, just ignore fundraising for the Nintendo dads because we're going to crush them. And by the way, we're going to be sitting right beside or I guess right behind uh, the Nintendo dads. We've got couches. We've got TVs. We're ready to go. My bags are almost packed. I'm going to be jumping on a jet plane any moment. But if you want to know what goes on behind the scenes, how this happens, it's not me. It's not, it's not bad bit or the trophy room to save the game media. It's not the Nintendo, certainly isn't the Nintendo dads. Let me tell you that. Lee and Becky and they've got a whole crew, family and friends putting this all together. I wanted to, um, pull the curtain back a little bit and let you guys know what it takes, uh, what's going through the minds of the people who are sitting there in Rome waiting for all of us yahoos to, to come on down. So, uh, Becky Rubin Navarro is just one of the sweetest people on planet earth. And this doesn't happen without her and without Lee and, and the team behind them at Phoenix Overdrive. I love their drive, man. The reason that they do this, we get into the reasons why um, they, they host Extra Life in the way that they do. I'm inspired by their motivation and their energy. I hope you are too. Let's talk to my good friend and yours, Becky Rubin Navarro. You look great, by the way. I hate this light. Thank you. Well, you hate this light. <laughs> the 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 key light, the Elgato. It's key nice light though. Setup. Like, yeah. I just don't like light in my face usually. That's yeah. That's my. Intro. That's definitely a thing. Not not a fan of light in my face. But are you using that like for work and stuff too? Is that your set? Is that your work setup right now? Oh no, this is just my. Just personal. gaming. Yeah. My my work's over here. Okay. So all of this is work. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't need this type of level for my work. I, t I turn uh, on the lights for work, too, actually. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Whatever. It, 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 you know, gets rid of the wrinkles, the bags. It, like, bleaches out the bags out of the eyes. So I've got the glasses and the lights. So nobody can really tell how tired and old I am and getting. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> See, that's the beauty of the work computer camera. Yes. It is not at all this level of a camera. Mm. So I don't even need blur. You just, just smear the, the Vaseline. So Wasn't that a thing? Like you yes. put Vaseline on the lens? Yes. Yeah. We could all use a little bit of help on that front. Um, one thing that Lee used to say at the start of Phoenix Overdrive that I wanted to ask you about was, where the hell have you been? <laughs> I always yes. just laughed at that. Like, I don't know if like you guys just never like saw it. Like, cause I can imagine you both were so busy that like the podcast would be the reason that you were able to actually like get together. Maybe that was the first time you actually seen each other in like a week or something. Well, it, it started as a running joke. Sorry. Don't mind me. I was outside <laughs> today and, uh, trying to enjoy the the last of the fall weather that oh, isn't yeah, so same. cold you want to hibernate mm -hmm. so it's like oh the sun's beautiful but now my allergies are like hey remember us yeah. this is why you stay inside mm -hmm. um so yeah the the where the hell have you been has come from <laughs> uh a myriad of jokes as far as um his friends as far as our community and kind of just the the three of us sitting there going we are a group of friends that sees each other regularly when we first started mm -hmm. like all the time and then we're seeing each other podcasting so it seemed like the only time we would start to have really you know in-depth conversations would be podcasting yeah um so it's just one of those things that we saw each other so much that it just became the running joke of, you know, where the hell have you been? Or like Lee and I don't see each other outside of the podcast and things like right. that because we were so on top of it. Yeah. Um, it, it's just one of those funny things that evolves when you're doing so many different things together. Right. Well, I never, like, like oh, I, said, I, I never, never knew if you were you, in on I it. You. I didn't know if that was like one of the, like he thought it was funny and you're like, oh, I hate it when you say that. Like I just... Like, you know, you get you get under each other's skin a little bit. I, I always wondered that. So that's good to no, know no, you were in was, on it. It was a fun running joke. Yeah, that good. Just constantly, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, Ray or myself, it was. Yeah, we were so into each other's lives so much. Obviously, Lee and I were, too. Clearly mm -hmm. being married kind of has that yeah. component to it. Sometimes, but like married, if you're lucky. With, <laughs> married with children, like there's a lot to do, like both have jobs like there. I, like I could understand it. Like, that's the thing is I could really see a point where you go a full week and then go, oh, hello, wife. Like, like, hello, husband. <laughs> I haven't seen you since the last time we podcasted because there's just so much yeah. going on. And now well, here there's we that, too. Yeah, and, and and I mean, like, now here we are, uh, like, literally a week until, well, less than, really, until Extra Life, and I was excited, I was just, we were chatting, obviously, just in the Discord just now, and I, I got a sense that, like, maybe Lee would be joining us, and he's like, no, no, it's all Becky, I'm like, good, I want to talk about, Lee. I want to talk about you, <laughs> and my number one question that I have for you, I don't typically, like, prepare a whole lot of questions, but I just went out for, I was also enjoying um, some nice weather today outside had a cold shower then i'm ready for this and i'm like i gotta ask becky what it's like to um have lee take all the credit for phoenix overdrive obviously <laughs> just like going on podcasts and he's the fearless leader and you do so much i've gotten to see like how much work like you're you're the unsung hero we're all like go lee but like there's becky like of course yeah, so I make things pretty, but I am definitely a person that is more of a background component. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not a bad thing. You know, that's yeah. that's something that I really want to establish is that even though we may not be the faces, that's where we like to be. Sure. So 
obviously I used to be very, very outgoing. We've had so many, you know, talks about this. Um, and then when you finally discover who you are, um, you, you work on yourself and you try to become a better person, whether it's personal, professional, all of the above, mm-hmm. um, you start learning that you put these weird boundaries on yourself of what other people expect you to be capable of yes. and do. Yes. So I, I was always the person who was pushed to the front because I was the fearless you know, extrovert, and mm-hmm. I could talk to people. And, you know, it was just one of those things that was naturally where I was put into. Yeah. Um, because of also being in a high pressure job, um, it, it prepared me for being able to talk on the spot, you know, yeah. just riff off of whatever, never having a problem with that. Um, and then I realized about myself um, through a lot of personal journey that I am not somebody who likes to be in front of everybody. It, it really is. It's a type of stress that I do not enjoy. Yeah. Um, you know, so I learned that about myself. And through that process, of course, both personally and through Phoenix Overdrive, Lee kind of had to say, okay, something's going on with her. Mm. Um, what do we do? Because there were a lot of things going on. Um, So Lee kind of took over because it was just it's it's much easier to assume your your partner's um, duties that you're working on because, you know, so in depth of what they're working on. Mm -hmm. So slowly I tried to push him out there in 2019 when I ended up getting really sick. We weren't sure what was going on. Um, (laughs) That kind of prompted him because I said, listen, I can't do it. I, I can't do the the talking to the media that I've done in the past. Mm. I can't do this, that, and the other thing because I just felt so horrible and it was unpredictable. Right. So Lee, um, if you all have heard some of the other podcasts that he's done, he talks about where his origin of helping children comes from. Um, when he was younger, if you're not familiar with this, when he was younger, he used to fight for child labor. So as an immigrant of a third world country, he saw firsthand the the damage that um, child labor practices did to kids. And because of that, when he came and immigrated to the U.S., um, he really took up that charge through his community. So he used to do a lot of speaking. He used to do a lot of community outreach and things like that. And slowly, you know, he he kind of was more... Because I'm such a loud person. And just a PSA for everybody out there, just because somebody is loud doesn't necessarily mean that they're an extrovert. They're just comfortable mm. in that situation. Well said. I think that, like, like take that whole spectrum. It just because somebody is quiet doesn't mean they don't have anything to say. And just because somebody is loud doesn't mean that they're an extrovert. I, yeah, I think that there's a lot of assumptions. The whole, like reading people's body language drives me crazy. Like, oh, if their arms are crossed, like I'm hiding my gut. I'm trying to like push in and just try to fit in my shirt. I like it has nothing to do with my attitude towards anybody. I'm just like trying to maybe I'm cold or something in that situation or the temperature. Exactly. Something is not something. Yeah. Um, So, you know, to go with that, just because I was a loud person in our Mm -hmm. relationship, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I'm I'm so great in front of people, but it did work. I like people. Yeah. I work with people every day, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Lee, he kind of, I think, in a way, in our relationship, 
assumed that I was taking the helm of the ship most of the time because I was a loud voice. Yeah. Um, so at, at a point when I started not being able to do that, all of a sudden he goes, I have to draw off of, you know, what I used to be able to do. And I said, mm -hmm. you can do it. Honey, you know, I know you can do it. I know that you can get up there and speak. And anybody who has heard him speak knows how eloquent he is, how powerful his message is, and just how well written it is. Any of his, um, you know, videos that he does, any of the speeches, he works on those for weeks. Um, he really puts a lot of time and heart into it. And we've all heard the result. It's phenomenal. I could never write like him. Mm -hmm. So, you know, now it's it's using his strengths using some of his past experience and the rest of us who are not as comfortable, um, you know, myself, my cousin, Jen, um, we like to be in the background. We like to be the helpers in the background. Yeah. Um, not that, you know, we don't have a strong presence that we're not doing a lot, but we're okay being in the background. Um, you know, Jim, uh, is my, my cousin's husband. Obviously I've known them for a long time. Um, <laughs> family and all of that and so much more it's a it's a funny story um but you know he's ha happy to help out lee with whatever he wants you know he's kind of like the the go-to personality for uh, as he puts it he picks things up and puts them down that's what makes him happy in life <laughs> jim's that's a character totally jim. no yeah, yeah and i've, I've gotten is. to hang out with him the last couple of times i've been yeah. there you're that is like yeah, that's exactly Jim. And like what a, yeah. everybody is so tightly knit. And and the thing is, and I shouldn't be surprised, you know, my joke was obviously uh, meant to be half a joke anyways, but I shouldn't be surprised that it's by design um, that what has yeah. happened as far as Lee really taking the lead is like this is this wasn't an accident. This was decisions and conversations that you guys have had. Right. And I've just right. because I've known you for like probably six or seven years at this point. um, yeah, I've been, been able a while. to, yeah, like it's like before Lincoln, you know, so like it's the, yeah. in, the in the before times, at least for me, um, I've been able to watch the approach for extra life, like evolve over the years. And I feel like it's like, as soon as we hit 2019, Bobby and I, and a bunch of others were, were there. Um, I was saying this to Lee as well. It changed what he has to do from now on. Like Lee can kind of like focus on Rome and you and the team. Everybody who's local can like focus on the event. And the rest of us can just kind of get everybody else, you know, excited about it. We can get convince people from Oklahoma to come on over. You know, like we can we we can take that on. Where I think in 2015, I think is when we probably met 2016, probably it was trying to get as many people like just you doing everything on top of doing the work. For the event itself, it was trying to drum right. up excitement. Right. But now you've got ambassadors across Ray, the world for Phoenix Overdrive, you know? Yes, exactly. And that's where Ray really was good because he's an extra, he, he's an extra extrovert mm -hmm. is the best way that I can put it. He is definitely the person who loves going out in the crowds and just uh, finding some of the most interesting people that i have definitely ever met um that you know i swear only only right can find um some very unique souls we've run across over the years and different experiences you know so ray has always been big about some of the the weird off schedule things um as far as like any midnight releases you know yes. when madden was really big and you know, he'd go to some of the magic events. Uh, Lee and I just recently, in the last couple months, went to a magic event. 
So to get back into that, mm-hmm. hence the Magic the Gathering tournament we're having. I can't um, wait to be fly on the wall on that. Like, we're going to have to figure something. Like, I can't play. I don't have cards. I don't know what I'm doing at all. But I am fascinated by this. So, so I'll, I'll be there going, hmm. Here's that? the thing, though, Sean. All right. So it's hilarious that you said that. So all of us pretty much know Magic at this point. It's been around for 30 years. Yeah. Okay. We're we're unfortunately not that young that we can say, oh, that was before I was born. Oh, isn't that crazy? That's <laughs> crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it does feel <laughs> right. like it's been around forever, which right. in a way it has, but I guess so have we forever in a day. Right. So we've all played it at one point in time or another, whether it was just a couple things uh, or a couple hands, I should say, um, just for fun with friends, not knowing what you're doing or actually playing it for a period and having a serious financial commitment um, into <laughs> some cards. <laughs> so it, it had been years, years and years. And Ray at one point was so into magic. He would do the magic Mondays um, and he would do some of those small community things. And we were like, OK, yeah, you know. Magic hasn't really changed much. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there has been this huge evolution that we just were totally unaware about. And with the newest release that we had gone to, um, we ended up doing it so that we paid the, the, the $15. We got our card packs and we did it in, it was kind of a tournament style, but um, it was more because it was a pre-release party. You know, you kind of got extra packs rather than just getting knocked out of the contention. I love it. So it was a ton of fun. So with that being said, I can tell you that the amazing people that I interacted with, the community um, within Magic is very much the same community that you see on the video game side. Right. Um, except with, and sorry for the video game community on what I'm about to say, except with a little bit more acceptance. Oh. Because the tabletop side has always been a little bit different, if you think about it. You know, now it's cool. Now tabletop games are cool. But for our generation, it was not quite as cool and accepted. Mm-hmm. Like you were in this really niche group and... You know, it's it's different now, just like video games. It's yeah. totally different now than it used to be. Um, but I think that the tabletop community kind of w- was looked at um, the, the same way, except for maybe a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then things changed. Things evolved, which is great. Um, but they are some of the nicest people when you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. I, I have to say, I sat across from this guy. We didn't end up playing rounds together, funny enough. Lee and I actually ended up getting picked. Random pick, Lee and I. Crap. Okay. Rigged. This is going to be interesting because we both haven't played in so long. We're building a deck from scratch, you know, all of that. And obviously you've got kind of like a limited supply of cards versus your normal base. But I have to tell you, I had so much fun. I learned so much from this guy that was across from me, you know, as we're sorting out the decks and I was like, all right, can I ask a dumb question? Because one of the biggest things that our hosts, Ravenswood, who are actually running our tour, had said was, if you don't know, don't be afraid to ask questions of your fellow players, you know, of myself as the game master, which is, um, or I don't know if the technical term is game master, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Yeah. The person overseeing the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, they were awesome. I felt so comfortable relearning this game that I had known at one point in time that 
I'm going to tell you, if you decide to jump in on the tournament, even if you get knocked out in the first round or the second round, you're going to have such a blast. You know, you're talking. You always like you almost have me, Becky. Like I, I feel like there's a, I have a mental block because I to the financial commitment that you were talking about earlier. Like I just like I'm trying to stay focused, but this this sounds like a blast. And you know me, like like overpower was my like magic adjacent. It's like Marvel's version of this, but for like six year olds. Um, This seems much more complicated. So that's something that really keeps me out of Dungeons and Dragons as well as like the complication of it and time commitment and all those kind of things. But yeah, this like it's it's too bad that it's probably one of the things I don't know. Are you broadcasting this at all? Like, is this something that people can see on like the Twitch channel or anything like that? Because it seems like more of like a local thing. It, it kind of is. But you know what? That's not a half bad idea. We're still working out a lot of the details because this is our first year with having two rooms. Right. Um, like this. Because okay, how many so people are coming, like, by the way? We're getting close to 100. Seriously. Um, at this rate, at the way that we're going, we're not there yet. Um, but we have some people who are tentative mm-hmm. um, and some words through the grapevine and some awesome awesome people when i saw their registrations pop through that i know for years had been saying we really want to come down and and check it out um you know did sign up this year so this is we need to get you guys like a flex capacitor we need 1.21 gigawatts i know lee is very (laughs) concerned about power we need something like that's what's bringing us all together here because we should be good You'd be surprised the amount of work that Lee and Jim have done behind the scenes in order to try to make sure that power and oh my setups gosh. and For all of these different gaming components. setups. Yes, yes. Uh, you, I mean, it is phenomenal. the The work that goes in behind the scenes is it's fun. Um, it can be interesting at times, mm-hmm. definitely when you're dealing with that type of coordination. Yeah. Um, but in general, you know, that's that's kind of why we were separating it out between um is it a streaming pc or is it a gaming pc right just for approximation and of course lee's been following up with some people to go okay what's the size of your power supply just Mm -hmm. to make sure we don't have any problems that's the level of detail you have to get at right like you can't just wing it and hope for the best it's pretty specific exactly exactly obviously playstations you know switches all of that we can look up yeah standardized Mm mm-hmm it is. It is oh a lot of behind the scenes planning and uh we're we're definitely getting really excited. Not that we weren't before, but really excited seeing this grow even more and really now being able to focus not only on just the the video game community, but also the tabletop community. And I'm also super psyched. I'm not sure if you saw um, you know, uh, as far as on the schedule, trivia night. Yes, I Somebody, love trivia. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is a, it's going to be. T- there's, I've been talking about this before, and it's hard to really describe unless you've really been there before. But 24 hours, if you haven't been, you're like, I've got time for everything. Like, there's going to be, there's lots to do, but like that's okay. I got a whole 24, I guess 25 hours, but it goes by so fast. You know, that's- like it, which is also weird because you're trying to get through it so like it's tough especially in those witching hours or whatever but it you can't do absolutely everything you do have to be a little bit choosy but man that's gonna help i feel like those late night things are gonna really help us get through probably between like i would say maybe one to four a.m 
kind of thing. Like that's that's pretty that's tricky. That's gonna be the rough one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, those are just some of the the things we're trying to bring in this year to try to mix it up. Like, hey, we get it. You know, we are all a little bit different. We all come from different, you know, gaming backgrounds, but there are a lot of common places where we can meet. Yeah, and it's just gonna be a blast. Mm-hmm. And um. We we also have the bonus of a, a newer member to our team um, who used to be one of the owners of a, a, the Wanna Play Cafe. Um, Tyler is now within the Phoenix Overdrive team. And because of owning this board game cafe, we have so many board games he oh still has in his gosh. Oh my god. And he's gosh. the one who was working on the tournaments last year, if you remember. Yeah. So he was well in 2020. 2020, we asked him for some of his help because the virtual, the all virtual, because obviously COVID shut everybody down. Mm-hmm. Um and then 2021, he worked more on the tournaments, trying to figure out the hybrid and in person because of that in-between stage. So this year, with being all in person, you know, he and Ray have been working together on the tournaments and everything to that effect. Um, and he's also going to be helping with the tabletop stuff because clearly after, you know, having being a, a co-owner in a gaming cafe, he's he's got some serious knowledge. So Which we're, are we're the bringing best. in more people to the team, too, oh my. that are making this just absolutely amazing. I was already hyped. I've already like booked my flights like everything's already taken care of and I'm getting so excited. And one of the things that is kind of just jumping in my brain right now is the first time that I ever went to like a tabletop or a board game cafe was with Justin Masson from Nintendo Dads, who is coming this year to Rome. So it was just like this amazing thing. And the other thing that jumps to mind as well is, yeah, you were kind of talking about in 2021, um, this hybrid kind of virtual kind of thing. What I'm trying to impress upon people who are coming maybe for the first time is that there are so many people who are going to be there that it's actually more of like an in-person thing that we're also streaming rather than we're streaming. And then also people are there. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but like there is a ton of people who are just going to be here. And I'm I'm curious how it's going to work out as far as the stream goes. In the past couple of years, we've done it with the like the larger audience out there. But I actually think like it's a larger audience or community of group of people like within that physical event with us. So it it changes things a little bit. It does. It does. And it's, it's just so exciting to, to get back to that, that full in-person type of feel to it. And it's not that we don't enjoy our virtual people, you know, of course, of Um, course. Yes. But, you know, knowing that we can get so many people together and it's always at a consistent time. And now that things are leveling out, it's a little bit easier to travel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you feel a little bit more comfortable getting out of the house. However, for anybody who doesn't feel fully comfortable, 100,000% get it. It seems I a little loose. I was just in Chicago last week and it was like nothing. Yeah. Like, like not like we, I still had to show vaccination status. So I thought that that was interesting. But I jumped on a plane and I, there was a people, couple of people with like, runny noses and one guy was like coughing i'm like i just wanted to like throw a mask at him i just want to like maybe yeah. just maybe just look the just, other way just make sure yeah, yeah yeah can you turn your head that way yeah but it's can like you, nothing uh... like cross the border yeah. like it was super super easy like back to yeah yeah definitely back to the old days that's for sure 
that that's definitely where we are that mm -hmm. is definitely where we are um so you know anybody who doesn't feel comfortable totally get it yeah um you know even if there's i'm sure there are probably going to be people that you know might throw masks on when they're in the, the total clusters, makes sense. which i totally get mm -hmm. you know please feel free feel comfortable to just be you yeah you know whatever that is just come and be you mm -hmm. totally fine with that um just don't be a jerk. That's the only version of you we don't like. Right? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Just don't be a jerk. Be yourself. And come unless and have, yourself have is fun. a jerk. Then be yeah, somebody else. Unless, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> be a panda. Be, Becky. be a yeah. panda. <laughs> be a panda. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got magic tournament. How long is this? Ma this magic tournament is like eight hours or something. Like it's a. Um, We've got it slated for about four because oh, okay. of, you know, the, the different rounds. Yeah. But if it if it ends early or if people don't feel comfortable, like you can you can always drop out. Um, that's something that Lee and I did at the pre-release mm -hmm. is we hit a point um, where we were like, I'm too tired to keep going because for us being at the age that we are now with the kids getting older and putting a little bit more interesting demands on us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we don't last as long as some other people. So about, you know, I think it was nine o'clock, eight 30, somewhere around there. Um, we called it <laughs> for something yeah. that started from six to 10. So mm -hmm. we're like, yeah, we're just not making it. Um, but it was a blast. It was an absolute It's a different blast. mindset for something like that, though. Like, going into something like this, you know it's a 24-hour marathon. Also, you're going to be on no sleep probably most yeah. of this upcoming week. Like, yeah. I've seen I've seen at least the day before in the past, and it's like, you said something last year, actually, and I don't know how, like, um, confidential you want to keep, like, your children and names and all that kind of stuff about it. Um, but you said something to one of your kids last year as we were, like... Um, we were just scrounging all the stuff, putting things away, lifting, hauling, all the things. Mm -hmm. And then you said extra life is more than playing video games. This is the, yeah. this is the year that you learn that extra life is more than just about playing games. And yeah. I just like I felt very fortunate to be at, in the room for that moment because I don't know if that like really I'm sure it stuck. But it was just like, yes, that is such an important message because so many people do just see like, yeah, this is fun for playing games. And that's a great entry point. But, yes. like, it's a Trojan horse, by the way. Like, we get you with the video games, but then we get you, like, in philanthropy for life. We're going to be – you're serving yes. your community. You're doing something in service of other people. Like, I just thought that was – I saw a nice mom moment, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So it was very – I love it. It was very well, sweet. Well, thank you. No, yeah, no. Those are those are definitely those moments that I try to have with them instead of being like, oh gosh, get out of my way. You guys are just, you know, <laughs> you're you're hungry, you're tired. I've got stuff to do. You know, I I don't want to be like that mm -hmm. type of parent. You know, yeah. I just don't. Even though that naturally happens to all of us, where we're just like, oh yeah. But now you have helpers. Away, right? So now now we're at the point where it's like, oh, you can actually help a lot. You can do something. Mm -hmm. Um. So guess what? We're going to get you into this now. And then, of course, our, our eldest um, had mentioned because next year they turn 13. They said, uh, you know, as far as streaming, I can start streaming next year yeah. so I can start raising more money. Yeah. You know, and their their face is able to be, you know, on camera and all of that because of all the monetization rules and um, which I, I totally support. Don't don't take that, you know, indifference to that as 
anything it's bad. Tough. It's great. No, I get Let's it. It's the, kids. it's the um, constant. Like I did it, but like, do I want my kids? Like I, man, that's, that's, a yeah. whole, that's probably another 90 minute conversation right there. Oh gosh. You know? But you know, they're excited because they're starting to get to the point where they can help out more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made them my administrative assistant a couple times yes. to actually put some stuff into spreadsheets because of course I was still working my paying job. Um, my nine to five, the one that pays the bills and keeps the lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, all right, this is what I need you to do since you don't have any homework. Do this. Help me stay organized. Help me plan certain things, you know, and uh, it, it's just a great way to start getting them involved. These little things. Oh, my gosh. that's And that's not little, though. Like you think about what most kids that age kind of are doing. That is so advanced. Like it, it's taken most of us until our like adult years to get this organized and understand that like it's a difference between kind of grown-up world versus in school where complete this workbook like this is the question you show your work do the answer this is the square that you put your work into and that's it but like that's not really how at least in my experience it's not how like jobs go it's right there's a need you need to go kind of like create your own path and and create a solution for it. so i feel like this is like fast tracking the kids to do something like that this wasn't anything that like was handed down to you you had to figure right. out like, OK, well, there's like better ways and even better ways or worse ways of going about what we're trying to do here. And this is a way that we do it. So let's right. try this. I think that's remarkable, actually, to get the kids involved at that stage. If they can pick if they can pick up on that, you're fast forwarding them like honestly, like 10 years, I feel. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is, you know, just uh, just knowing some of the skills that are needed in a basic way mm-hmm. in a very basic way that you know they're not necessarily learning right now and i'm thinking about people who need to learn how to do certain components of data processing you know and there's there's so much that goes into it it's not yeah. just typing away or copying and pasting it's you know doing a lot more than that mm-hmm. um just trying to input that is going to give them such a step up you know, in so many ways, in very basic ways, but in so many ways that hopefully, um, obviously, we'd love them to take over what we're doing one day. Right. There is no question about that. Um, but if that's not the path that they take, you know, also giving them a leg up into the working world if they don't decide that college is the path that they want to take, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe they want to travel around, but they have the, you know, world remote ability um as far as they're working yeah so you know see the world get paid at the same time you know hey that sounds great to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i could have been prepped for that that would have been awesome yeah i mean like i just feel like it really is like i don't even know if you guys really even consider this maybe you do but like it's really it's volunteer time like that's the thing that kind of gets I get maybe lost a little bit because it is video games and extra life. And we talk about prizes and everything's like exciting and hyping and stuff. And it's like, if you were to tally up like the volunteer hours, it's like another, it's like another job. Like it's a significant amount of just time that you could be doing and literally anything else. You could be doing a podcast maybe. Um, Right. Uh, not no pressure on that. No, yeah, no. I mean, but you could be doing anything else, you know. So it's it's kind of instilling that choice in. Yeah, there's probably another movie that we could watch. It'd be great to sit on the couch or do whatever, but we're doing this in service of like a whole group of people who kind of count on us. No pressure, yeah. But also like feeding into the entire extra life thing. I just think there's so many layers to this that I don't even know if you're able able to slow down enough to recognize 
all the things that you do and what it represents for the community around you and your family and all that stuff. I just think it's, that's why I'm part of it. Like, that's why I'm, as long as you're doing it, I'm here doing it. Cause I, I get to see like at least somewhat close from Canada, like what you guys are, what you guys are doing and you're doing it for all the right reasons. It's not about promoting your own podcast. You do. I've always said this. um, It was the reverse of what everybody else does. Yeah, you, we did it backwards. We're good backwards. at doing things backwards. That's awesome, though. That's really like that's why we don't. That's why it's not the um, carpool gaming or whatever Yumi Capri or whatever else. Like Bobby and I, we agreed on this from day one. It's like this is the Phoenix Overdrive thing because your hearts were totally in the right place right from day one, and you you created creative ways to promote it from there. Let's start mm-hmm. a podcast so that our extra life is even better. Instead of people going, let's do extra life so that our podcast gets better or recognize or stream gets whatever like right it's all it's all extra life centric yes yeah no it it is it is a huge thing and i can i can say partially i don't think any of us expected it to blow up this much like all we really wanted to do was like play you know video games (laughs) with our friends to help sick kids in our local community and then it's like it turned to this huge thing it's like this is awesome and that's why it did and that's that's the thing that's so interesting. It seems backwards, but yes. you were destined for this to once you settled on that, there's no way that this was going to go any other way because yeah. you were focused on the right things at the right time. And I actually have a lot of conversations like this um, with everybody at Carpool. And it sounds like I'm being just like totally crazy because I'm not <laughs> focused on like this, that or the other thing. I'm like, it, like focus on something more internal. And you're and and Phoenix Overdrive is just living proof of this, that you can recalibrate where you're aiming towards and still get like becoming big or whatever else like you want to want to choose or to to focus on or what the the side effects would be. Oh, we've got some crazy ideas that I'm sure one day, one day. And they're they're all yes, all extra life community service centric yes but they are some of the craziest and coolest ideas out there um that i'm just i'm excited to see what the future holds um and but yes you are right our focus still at the core our our vision and our mission at the core Mm -hmm. is in service of sick kids um you know really stemming from this awesome event that somebody else started because of one girl mm-hmm. it takes one person yes That's all oh, it takes and this is it. that ultimate message of mm-hmm. it only takes one person yep. to make a positive change i mean even just look at us it started with ray and i when we worked at um an insurance company meeting each other talking handful of us we started out with a handful of us in a room in a hotel that had not the type of internet that we needed. Not everybody <laughs> actually even had true TVs, um, you know, or monitors or, you know, it was very makeshift. Mm-hmm. But we had a blast. We had a good time. And from there, it has just expanded, grown. We have met, you know, so many amazing people. Obviously, I'm talking to one of them right now um, that have become like family, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we, it's like extra life is our Thanksgiving with our community It's so to is. say, yes. look at all of this good that we can do. We've met amazing people. We've come friends, you know, family, um, with so many people, um, you know, 
not just through extra life but through the podcasting community as well mm-hmm. um and just the the random ways that we have met so many people is all because of this one girl who was unfortunately you know so sick and it stemmed from something that would have been a negative thing um but it was turned into such a positive thing yeah well, and it you, has impacted so many. You guys opened your hearts and your home. So it's not surprising that anybody who has come close to this, like once you're kind of in the orbit, like that's it, you're tractor beamed in, like you're there forever. You don't really like, <laughs> you don't come and go like you're there. Like that's just the way that it goes. You're basically the olive garden of extra life families. You know, when you're there, your family, that's it. Free breadsticks. <laughs> you show up yeah. and you're just like, Becky's handing out breadsticks for some reason. <laughs> This year is going to be yogurt. Just you. Oh wait. my gosh, that is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, you're definitely like you, like even last year you invited everybody over the day before, but you've already outgrown that. The night before, yes. we're gonna have pizza. We're gonna get set up on the at the venue the day before. Right. So yeah, there's just the one thing that you talked about earlier, like this. You have ideas for next year, and I think that's what I think that's where our gravities kind of connect here, where we're we're gonna be inseparable because. I love that that type of mentality where you've planted a seed and now anything is possible. I I love that. And it's almost it almost doesn't matter what it's related to. In this case, it's philanthropy. It's it's fundraising. It's raising money for kids. It's video games like it's checking off a lot of boxes. But at, at the heart of it is you could just like rinse and repeat what happened in 2019 and it would probably be pretty good. But you're insatiable. Like, you can't just no, do that. It's not good enough. Definitely. It's not good enough. Right? It is not good enough. For our community, it is not good enough. We met that goal. It's time to run Whoa. through the wall and surpass that yes. goal. Yes. I love. Yes. What you just. We did that already. Yeah. Yeah. It is. We did we that already. That goal. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm saying not just next year's extra life. I'm talking we've got five, 10 year plans. Holy As crap. far as some fun stuff down the road. I can't keep up, man. Holy cow. When I, I've sort of taken a bit of an attitude and especially with Bobby passing, it's like, well, nothing's guaranteed. And I'm glad you guys right. are thinking about five, 10 years and everything. But I'm like, I, I in more ways than just extra life, it's like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the last year. Maybe this is the last day. Maybe today's the last. Look, I don't know. And living, living in that way with just a huge amount of gratitude that the sun came up this morning and like today happened. Yeah. That changes everything. Like it, it It reprioritizes everything. And it's why it's hardly even a conversation with Chelsea and I that like, like, well, I'll be going, you know, like you just have like, once you have that as part of like your guiding principles, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty easy decision. I'll see you after yeah. when I come back, you know? Oh, absolutely. And gosh, I hope one of these years she'll be able to join us. It would be so I cool. I almost to meet. had her this year. I almost, I almost had her, I think. So, well, maybe you know what? Next year's Lee's next 40th. Year. So, yes, exactly. Next year is going to be, oh my gosh. Oh Do you think my same gosh. place? Do you think the same venue? Like, are we, are I we think too big? So. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, you know, we we'll just see. have to take over the whole entire space. There's a whole entire college to take over. <laughs> we go from I'm the college saying, to Woodstock. I'm telling you. We got to go oh to the airbase. <laughs> Listen. No. Oh, gosh. That Woodstock video. Okay. So, so I was totally off subject from what we were talking about. But I did watch it. I've watched all the documentaries that I could get my hands on. Yep. Um, You know, the multi-part and I watched a single part. Thank you, Apple TV. I have an addiction. Mm. Um, <laughs> I really do. But that 
reminded me of all of the things as they were analyzing the post of that event of the things that I don't want to do. Oh yeah. Um, and some of the things that they stated were more the motivation. I was like, nope, nope, not doing it. Mm -hmm. Not doing it. Things not to you say, know, things I, not to do. Right. Th exactly. And on top of that, um, keeping in mind, you know, we always think about the people that are coming, which is why we ask about food allergens. We ask about any accommodations that you might need. Um, you know, this is a <laughs> this is a charity event. Our whole entire purpose is to help the community help charity. Um, so I don't think that we're going to quite get to that type of Woodstocky uh, <laughs> thing. We've kind of gone <laughs> beyond the years. But if we of... get that big, yeah, if we get that big, I've learned from Woodstock. You know, when I've was, learned what they didn't Did do you ever right. have like parties when you were younger and like one person told another person who told another person all of a sudden it was like the entire city descended upon this like house party because somebody's <laughs> parents were out of town and like it was supposed to be a small get together and it turned out to be like a thousand people show up so what's funny is i grew up in a small town um we definitely had the access to fields and <laughs> areas away from parental yeah. eyes would you call um, it a bush party we called it bush parties yeah ours ours was in a cornfield yeah um oh. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying oh my gosh i've been to a few of those i yeah. i i've been to a few of those God, when i was how younger did we survive uh you know it's funny if you think about the stupid stuff you do sometimes and you look back as an adult you're like how did i survive uh, seriously how did i how did i get out of that situation yep and live to be an adult <laughs> it, it's it's phenomenal um but yeah, it's it's going to be. But that's not what this is, I guess, is kind of the nice thing. Like, we, it seems yeah. like who we invite, like, I don't know, it's very intentional. I don't it, like we seem to have escaped. Now I, I got to knock on wood. This is the thing. I shouldn't be I shouldn't be saying anything like this. Like we, we put it. The other thing is, like, we actually put it out on the Internet. You yes. know, like it's not even like it's a secret. <laughs> like, really? No, like, no. Like, the goal is to have as many people join us as possible. And we want to know ahead of time. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, we definitely need to know ahead of time if you yeah. are coming for any lengthy amount of time mm -hmm. where you're going to need a meal, which is part of that admission, you know, when you're coming for either the half day or the full day. Yeah. Um, participant, there is food. So please, 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 please. We are building in, you know, obviously some some extra run over and all of that just in sure. case. Um, I'll take care of that. But, you know, <laughs> How Please, are how are you now? <laughs> how are how are you doing? You seem great. Like you seem like you're just full of energy. I want to make sure that like you get at least like one good night's sleep in between now and and next week. Like I know you, although maybe I do feel like last time we chatted, you were making a bit of a turn, and I feel like I'm seeing the benefits of that actually as we're chatting here. Like I don't know, yeah. I, I feel like there's. I don't know. Maybe you're just excited to talk to me, but I don't think that's what it is. I feel oh, well, it's all of that. I'm always happy to talk to you. That is the thing I think I've I ever mean, said on the is... show. Um, <laughs> I just feel like there's something. I don't know. I it's just like it's you seem great. Like you seem like you've got a lot of great energy, and you're looking forward to this. And I don't know. Thank I, you. Yeah, yeah. It seems like because you were it working, is. you were definitely putting a lot of work into yourself last time we chatted. Yes, and I still am. You know, yeah. I I still on a personal level putting a lot of work in uh life has definitely changed a bit you know learning new things experiencing new things navigating new waters as mm -hmm. life is um 
And I, I I have to also say there's been a lot of soul searching. You know, yeah. it's that moment where you go, what do you love doing? Mm-hmm. What is it that you are going to be happy with at the end of the day? Um, and there was actually uh, an amazing TED Talk that I watched. And it was Emily Baker. Um, she is a lawyer who I found during the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I have to say I watched her like, I can't even tell you. Um, it was religious pretty much at one point in time. It was like, oh, Emily's on. I got to pop in and watch her. Mm-hmm. But she did this amazing TED Talk about how to be happy in life. How we have the concept of life backwards. Yeah. Because one of the things that she had stated, and of course I'm paraphrasing, she says it way better than I'm going to. Um, so go and check this out, honestly. Um, but she had mentioned, as far as your life, when you're a little kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm. Not what do you want your life to look like. Yeah. What do you want to be? Yeah. So you're always centered around what do you want to be when you grow up? And then sometimes there are people that aren't able to fit that mold. And that's where you have these friends that you're sitting there going, why are they so successful? Mm -hmm. Where did I go wrong? I wanted to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not doing any of those things. Um, So you kind of just stumble along going, where's my passion? And then one day you find your passion and that's what you want to build your life around. And that is really why I can say this extra life season, I have been able to, donate my time with my passion of making something that communicates a message of what we're trying to do. Um, Because like I said, my job is I make things pretty. And that's what I'm starting to build my life around versus saying I need this job and I need to do X, Y, and Z. It's okay. How do I get to my passion? How do I let my passion determine what my life is? Not how do I let, you know, my job dictate how my life is going to be. But and then try how do and I squeeze in the passion, passion afterwards right. around it. Right. With my most exhausted no. hours, by the way. Right. Oh, and it is. It is. Because mm-hmm. obviously we all need a job too. Of course. Pay bills. Um, but it's but similar it, to the whole notion of how you've approached extra life to begin with. Yes. Like you started with like the core, the core of it first and then kind of built it. You're, that is so interesting that that. When we ask kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think that I always find that sort of thing kind of interesting in that that is so universal. Way yes. before the internet, way before we had any way of, like, like ensuring or broadcasting that out. Maybe maybe TV. Maybe there's a – maybe TV played a role in this a little bit. But, like, that was a thing everywhere. Like, everyone yeah. you ask, that's a thing. What do you want to be when you grow up? That's a thing. Yeah. That is crazy. And it is something that – it was one of those eye-opening moments, yeah. you know, and of course, you know, I'm having it right is, now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the joke for me is, you know, I just keep saying I'm turning into a hippie when my, when my kids are like, you know, oh, why do you, why do you dress so frumpy sometimes? It's like, well, I'm comfortable and I'm comfortable do with they who say I that? am. Do they really yes, say that? they did. They called me frumpy. <laughs> I have to admit, I have this shawl and this is why um, I have this shawl. I love Outlander. It's one of my guilty guilty pleasures i even have you know a coffee mug and everything like that so i bought this shawl that had the uh the outlander tartan um you know no relation to where my family's heredity comes from but i just loved it and 
it was warm and comfortable and I love wearing it over things, mm -hmm. you know? I work from home. Yeah. Who the heck needs to look good when I'm sitting in front of a computer, you it's know? true. So I've apparently turned into like a frumpy 60-year-old English teacher, according to my oldest. <laughs> that's what they're there for, I feel like. They, that's that's yes. them checking off a box. They've got to say something like that. Yeah. And uh, it's it just, it's funny because the, the running joke is I'm just turning into a hippie because of my change in thought process just be happy uh, man and in, exactly yeah exactly in, <laughs> in just my comfort level and yes. i don't care i don't right. care what you think of me this mm -hmm. is me yep i'm doing this i'm i'm moving on mm -hmm. um now granted that's on top of you know actually letting my kids put their music in my car and having some very interesting mm. uh experiences with some of this music but yeah, I'm I'm just much more go with the flow. Yeah. I'm much more um being in the moment than I yeah. used to be. Yeah. You know, just like what you were talking about with trying to enjoy the here and now because nothing is guaranteed. Um and it really is I think a lot of changing that thought process. So, yeah. Do you find you. that you're able to do that <laughs> during extra life or is this are you on a journey even on that cuz like like the day is it, it, it it's a lift for you in a different way than it is for most of us attending. Like most of us are going to be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe how tired I am. It's one in the morning. We still got to play these games. And you're like, you're trying to feed people. Like I can't even imagine the list of things that you've got to do to uh, ensure that the event is a success. Like I said, like the, the lift is different for you. So are you able to pause and take a step back and kind of just take it all in or, have you been working towards that? What's that like for you on Extra Life Day? Uh, on Extra Life Day, we're, we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to definitely try to be um, a little bit more go with the flow because I know Lee's going to be freaking out. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I love him to death, but he is definitely my black and white person comparatively to me with the, you know, every color of the rainbow thought process. Um and it's not that he's inflexible. It's just he thinks differently. That's why he's IT. That, yeah. That is why he is IT. Mm -hmm. You know, our our career paths um, and our passions strongly do reflect our personalities. Um, and he's IT. Yeah. He got the IT And that's gene. pretty much where I'm going to leave that. Because sure. he's IT. Well, it, when now that I say it, I, I need to, I, I, I don't know, hopefully I'll remember to do this, but I, I feel like I'm going to watch you guys scrambling around or whatever. And as soon as I see you at your worst or whatever, when you're like most like scrambled, I'm just going to like grab you. I'm going to just like wrap my arms around you. Like, just stop. Like, we're, let's go do something. We're going to do something fun right now. Like, let's, whatever it is, it's just going to be a made or I don't know. We'll eat a donut. We'll go. I don't know. Bug Dave more yeah. about something. Well, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll go um, ruin the Nintendo dad stream. And yeah, tell everybody well, on their stream to donate exactly. to our fundraising page because screw the Nintendo dads. They can't <laughs> they can't catch us. I don't know. Kato's <laughs> coming in for you there. I don't know. I haven't actually I haven't asked Kato about what's going what her plans oh, is. She, she is. is she on the team? Did she sign up for yes, her feed? She is. Kato is part oh, of the Okay, well, you know, whatever, because yeah, she probably will do a phenomenal job fundraising, and I really hope that she does. Um, I, I wish I was hoping so badly that we were going to see her this year, but I know it's it's a little crazy at times. Yeah, it's yeah, trying to get everybody together. Life, it is it's life. You got to do what's best for life. Well, the one thing that I was because because she contributed so much with her community yeah. and everything fundraising last year. I was, you know, I'm like just like you. I, I look at last year's fundraising total for Phoenix Overdrive as a team and go, obviously, we need to do more than that. 
Um, and Kato played such a huge role in that. So I'm, I'm in this moment really happy to hear that she's back part of the team because like, yeah, we can't do it without her. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Even though we she doesn't have... do 24 hours, but like whatever. Wow. I'll just not Listen, even... neither do I, okay? You this do is what is a week? I like don't 100 do some hours. No, you do like 100 <laughs> some odd hours like leading up into yeah. this. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I have to have some sleep. I, I can't, you know... I've gotten to that point in my life between that and medications. There is no way I can stay. It's not good for hours. you. This these, yeah. this 24 hour business is not it's not good for you. But it is way easier to do when you're surrounded by all these people than like alone yeah. in your basement. Like because I've definitely done the, the the stream like my first year was I don't even know 2016 or something like that. And it's yeah. like the whole reason I even have a Twitch channel was extra life. Actually, like I need to, I guess I need to get this thing set up. And I was taking naps like every like three or four hours. Like it wasn't even cl it wasn't even close. Um, but yeah, when you're surrounded by people and everything is crazy. And, oh, the energy oh is gosh. palpable. Too. Yeah. It is such a palpable energy in that room mm -hmm. um, in such an amazing way that you can't help get um, you can't help but get excited, I should say. Um because there is so much there is just so much you run off of that extra energy yeah it's like you see somebody get excited or you know all of a sudden you just hear a, a group going oh mm -hmm. whatever the case may be and you're like oh my gosh this is awesome i'm um, telling you we're, we've yeah. never had enough i don't know if we've had enough people like for like a land party of any sort like we're gonna it'll be like old school land parties i'm telling you like we're oh, just... this is going to be way more. I've oh had old gosh. school land parties yes. where, like at my friend, you know, Krista's house, um, we used to have land parties in every crevice that you could find trying to fit people in. <laughs> and the coffee was constantly running. Yeah. And, you know, it might be like a, a, a wow. Um, It was generally a wow release that actually yep. that happened or something big going oh, on or best. it was raid night or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yes, this is this is the most exciting land party that I have ever been to. People who aren't in the games, food too. <laughs> they'll say what they say. But people who aren't into games like they wish that they knew how to have so much fun. They wish yeah. they had something in their back pocket that they could go like, let's do this. And it's and it's much fun. Like it's I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so impressed with you and your family and your extended family and your friends that are basically family who all make this happen. Um, and I want to let you make sure that you get back back at it. But before we go, is there anything else that we haven't covered about like what you've got in store or things that you've been working on or things that you want to chat about uh, about Extra Life? Well, the biggest thing, obviously, is go to phoenixoverdrive.com check out all that we've got going on. You know, we've got partial day for those that we know not everybody can do 24 hours. It's a good um, idea. It, you know, people that have families and all of that or different obligations, you know, especially for those that work odd schedules. You don't have to come from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can come from, you know, 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. if that's what works best that's for you. That's a good idea. Style. Yeah, look at that. Um, You know, just just come and register for that slot um and and join us or for those of us that are going to try to do that full day as much as we possibly can register for that full day slot you know um it really helps us figure out our planning and of course all the money is going towards a good cause obviously with registrations that's helping pay for some of the expenses that we can't get you know covered for sponsors uh full transparency there um but it, it just really is going to be so much fun. And even if you are not coming to do the gaming, 
we have um, for $5 basically is the visitor's pass. So, you know, that gets you entrance to check out what's going on. Um, If you're playing Magic the Gathering and you're not a full day participant or a half day participant, it's $20, 15 goes for the Magic the Gathering tournament and $5 goes as a donation, you know, to check out everything. Um, Or just come down for trivia night. I mean, if you're in the local area and you want to hit up trivia, come see us 930. You're not going to regret it. We're going to have some awesome things to give away you know just some fun things that are gaming related you know extra life related children's miracle network related and it's just going to be a blast i mean for anybody who has not had the pleasure of hanging out with this amazing group of people and really getting to know who they are and how unique of an amazing community we have come down for trivia night seriously um and really just throughout the day you know Play some board games. Get out of the the blue screen type mm-hmm. of light that you've got going on. Check out what other people have. Their streams. We have amazing sponsors this year um, who have come in to to help us. Um, we're still waiting on a couple more that we're we're hoping for in regards to some food um, that we just we think you you all need to check them out. Amazing, amazing local businesses. Um, I can't say enough good things about our sponsors. I really can't. I love them all. Um, awesome coffee, by the way. Broasters. Local. Now we're talking. Rome, New York Roasting Company um, is going to be supplying some coffee for us for game day. Actually, it should handle all of game day. Um, but depending on how uh, how much coffee you crazy kids decide to drink during that period of time, we'll see. But we do. We've got a, a local... Um, Local roasting company for coffee also coming in and and helping out. So lots of great stuff going on, whether it's um, video games that you're into, the tournaments that we got for the video games. We've got three tournaments. That's the other thing I almost forgot about. We have so much going on. Um, We've got our (laughs) traditional tournaments. You know, we've got a a Mario Kart Grand Prix, basically. And it's not the Grand Prix you are thinking. You are going to have a blast when this tournament fully gets, you know, underway. Um, there's going to be our typical Rocket League tournament and everything like that so that um, we can get the teams back together for the the battle of the teams. Um, And then besides Mario Kart and Rocket League, we've got a Super Smash tournament. So, you know, we've got some of our our favorites there. Those are always a great time. Uh, There is no such thing as a predictable win or loss. I don't know. Kevin Ainsworth from Save the Game Media is coming and I I think he's pretty good. So I I I cannot wait. But this is the thing that we don't get to watch. Like, you know, there's this weird kind of era or aura that gets around like esports. And it's like, oh, this is this is basically esports happening here. There's enough people where it's like you can get excited and you guys do you still have the big screen? They put it you had Mm -hmm. the projector from last year. That was amazing. So it's like on like this hundred inch screen or something, maybe two hundred inch, I don't even know. Huge screen. Everybody's, you know, hooting and hollering. It's a great time. I I'm just yeah. Like I said, you could you could have just like opened up a room for us to play games and we probably would have been happy. But all this stuff is extra and just another reason for people to make sure that they come either this year or make plans for next year. This is yeah. this is basically all part of it, Becky, is like uh, getting people who are already coming, getting them pumped and excited about it. And for the people who chose not to come or they wasn't really, really able to make it work, start making plans. It's not too yeah. early to start making plans. This is happening next year. 
Um, phoenixoverdrive.com is an amazing website. I presume that this is this is you making this look so pretty. Yes, yes, that's me. That is yeah. me. Like I said, I like my behind the scenes. I did put a lot of love into that and revamping it and, and it trying great. to make it more friendly for you all, too. Like, if anybody that is coming from out of town noticed, there's a whole entire accommodations page. I mean, anything you want in there, I wanted to make sure you had it if you were staying at, like, the the hotel that we had gotten the block of rooms through um, or any of the other ones, you know, just some local places right around within walking distance, walking trails, disc golf. It's, you so know, we, good. Uh, we have a sculpture trail not far from where we are. I mean, this is uh, one of the, the coolest cities um, that is a small city for anybody from a larger city. It is not a metropolitan Mecca. All right. When we say we're in the city, it's a smaller city. But it is an amazing city filled with so many things. So I wanted to make sure everybody coming, you know, not just for extra life, but just even visiting the local area had the opportunity to know what what's available. So, yeah, that's that's our salute to Rome, New York in a nutshell, basically on that page. (laughs) So good. Well, phoenixoverdrive.com is the website. Do you want to let people know where else they can find you and send you messages or ask you questions or anything uh, on the Internet? Absolutely. So besides phoenixoverdrive.com, um, you know, any complaints, send them to Lee at yes. phoenixoverdrive.com. <laughs> it's Get all him. his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Um, we are working towards TikTok, but, you know, uh, that takes a little bit more time. Under construction. Yeah, it's under construction. So find us on Facebook, uh, Phoenix Overdrive. That's all you got to search for for our page. Um, For Twitter and Instagram, it is PHX underscore Overdrive. If I recall correctly, Lee's going to probably beat me later for forgetting some of this stuff. Oh, (laughs) man. Hope not. Um, Well, no, not physically. Not physically. He'll yell at me going, how do you know this? You type it out all day long, which is true. Um. And uh, really, just any of those places, you send us a message, you send us a message through the website, we'll get back to you. There is definitely uh, no reason why you can't get a hold of us. We're everywhere. Amazing. Well, I will will be, thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. And especially with like less than a week to go. Every hour is precious at this point. I will be seeing you in less than seven days. I'll see you, I don't even know, six-ish days i'm yes. getting on a flight in like three and a half days or so so I'm, yeah. I'm coming i'm on my way bringing a bunch of people with me and i'm i'm just stoked about it thanks for hyping us up tonight and chatting about extra life i really appreciate it absolutely and as always it's a pleasure you know we always have such a blast i i can't thank you enough for letting us spread our our event and uh we can't wait for you to get there and have so much fun you don't know what you're missing out people uh make sure you make your plans you know if you're not coming this year come next year seriously check it out it's a ton of fun We try to walk this line when we talk about Extra Life, and we try to get people excited about it, try to get people to come. But I have to admit, that might have sounded maybe a little bit like, if you're not coming, I don't know, maybe maybe something other than what we really mean. And I hope that, I hope it comes across. I hope you guys understand where we're coming from here. If you're not able to make it, tune in, support, share, donate. You are still a part of it. I want that to be clear. 
Uh, but I'm very excited about the fact that we're going to have like 100 people in here and there's going to be madness happening all over the place. Uh, at the very least, we hope that it's super fun for you to watch and be part of and to play games with us. It's just going to be a little different than our typical Extra Life, I think. A little bit different from our uh, typical Saturday streams. But I honestly, that's kind of the point. This is different. This is bigger than anything we've ever I've ever been a part of. I don't know about you guys, but the, uh, from everything that I conceive, I've, I've seen the... The seating plans and the, and the charts and everything, this is going to be the biggest thing that any of us have been a part of, and I am so excited. And again, if you're not going to be able to make it out to Rome, New York, all good. Help us share the stream, jump in there, even for a lurk. I'm telling you, the lurks at like 1 to 3 to 4 in the morning, they are insanely helpful. And also, uh, a wonderful opportunity for our friends from around the world, from every time zone. We're going to be here with you, youtube.com slash carpool gaming extra dash life.org slash participant slash save the carpool trophy is where you want to donate every ten dollars gets you in for a prize including that god of war collector's edition that mr Batman put up himself with his own dollars or a digital copy of god of war ragnarok that kyle stevenson put up himself and there's more there's surprises coming we got a whole chat don't you guys worry about it we've got lots of stuff coming it's going to be an exciting time I'm so glad this is a thing we get to do. What a great time for the video game community to show the world what we're made of. We're going to raise millions of dollars for sick kids, for Children's Miracle uh, Network hospitals across Canada and the United States. And I think that might be it. I'd like to say it goes into Mexico. I think that's that might be it. Um, thank you so much to, to Becky. Thank you guys to 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 to, to listening for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Carpool Gaming, Carpool Gaming on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all the rest. Make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, leave a comment. What did you guys think? And you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean Lake Connor, Capri like the pants. And thank you to Josh Stapleton, who helps us close out every single show with a clip from the late great Bobby Paul's The Nintendo Guru. This is an amazing little game show that we did. I think maybe even one time we had to guess the uh, the the death music, the game over music that Toby brought for us. So enjoy that. I'll see you guys the next show. I don't know if it's next week. It might be the week after that because we're doing extra life. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. So we're going to try out this new game. It's a little bonus afterthought thing Toby has. Um, why don't you explain what it is real quick, Tobes? All right, so it's called Game Over Guru, and basically I've taken clips of the Game Over sound effects from video games, and I'm going to play them to the mic, and the rest of you have to guess what game this is from. All right, so how many, how many are we doing? Uh, well, I think I've got six in total, five or six. Um, so do, what do you guys want to do? How many do you want to do? Uh, I'm, I'm good with, like, a few. i, I got to take off pretty soon. Right, i got to go get three. a passport. All right, we'll do three. Let's do three. All right. So are you ready for the first sound? Yes. Yeah, I'm hoping because it, it will, because it's on, like, a playlist. It might play the next one a little bit, but we'll just go for it. All right. Now the problem is, is oh man, Brad, I know what it is. It if you need to play it again, I'll play it again. Okay. But wait a minute, I know what it is. I just don't know. There's so many of the Which games. One? Yeah, I'm gonna say Castlevania Two. I was leaning for two, as well. I'm gonna have to say two. It sounds newer than two, though. Like, are I they? Know. Is that the exact? Is that the exact sound? It is sounds like it's is that straight. That yeah, yeah. Er, what are the Super Nintendo video. ones? Do we play it again? Yeah, yes. play it again. You're not. Yeah, I'm sticking with mine. Uh, I want to be different. I'm gonna say the first Castlevania. Oh, oh we backwards. I'm going backwards. 
Everyone's answer then? So I say, I say Castlevania 2. 2, Sean said 1, and Mark said 2. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it's two. You no! should have stuck with it, Sean. Oh, you should just cut me off. Like, why are we wondering <laughs> like this? Oh, my God. Damn it. I like this game. This is kind of right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one. I'm going to be the first loser of this game. <laughs> oh, it's right there. I know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to take a guess. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, what's your guess? No, you guys, this is nonsense. Oh, Bobby, you got to go first. Go ahead. I want to say Banjo Kazooie, but is I don't think it's. But it's probably <laughs> Sonic. It's probably yeah. Sonic. <laughs> I'm gonna say Sean's man, dead. I'm like, I I'm going with Sonic, but I don't know which one. I'm gonna say Sonic Three. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say it is. It's definitely a Sonic game, but I don't know which one. I'll say Sonic Two. I'm Sorry, gonna I'm say Sonic two. One, just to be different. I know it's a Sonic game. I don't know Maybe the, the difference between. Uh, it could All be, right, yeah. so I'm going one. I'm the dodgy jammer. You know that I don't know this, and you're purposely trying to get me. The thing is, uh, it's the same sound effect for one and two, but I didn't check three, so I'm gonna have to give the point to all of you. Okay. All right. So you get the benefit of the doubt there, Bobby. Okay, that works. <laughs> I shouldn't have reacted. I couldn't help myself. You're so <laughs> on. Like, you had no idea it was I Sonic. I was lost, man. I was lost. Right, right. like, Banjo-Kazooie. Grand Theft Auto 5. Bobby and Mark are both on two. Sean is on one. So I could throw a tough one in. Yeah. Because otherwise it will be a draw, and we don't want a draw. So let's go for this one. Oof. It's a tough one. I need that again. Oh my god. Is that it, it sounds very JRPG. I know, that's Super what I'm Nintendo. Thinking. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chrono Trigger. I'm trying to think of one of the final fantasies that I want to go with. That's a good one. I don't and I don't think it's a Final Fantasy game. That's why I didn't go that way. But mm. it definitely sounds like a Square game. Mario is missing. Or Mario RPG. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that Toby would pull, like, Secret of Mana or anything like that. So I'm going to go Sean. I'm going to say Chrono Trigger. Well, you're all wrong. Oh, it's uh, super, Final... super... Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, gee. <laughs> What? Super Ghouls and Ghosts. All if right. I find out that Super Ghouls and Ghosts have the same soundtrack, sound effect, <laughs> on a trick, I'll be very all right, excited. Alright, alright. Let's do one more. <laughs> do one more. Okay. Alright. This is fun. This is fun. This is good. Do you want to get me? Yeah, 
Okay, I don't know which one this is. Yeah, this is definitely a Metal Gear game. Yeah. I'm going to say Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear Solid 2 on the PlayStation 2. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I've never played a game in that series. I have no idea. Well, I know it's... Well, unless he cut it out. Because typically you hear the screen and sneak. Yeah. I'm going to go Peace Walker. You're all on the right track, but you've got the wrong game. It's Metal Gear Solid 1 on the PlayStation Oh, one. man! I did, I deliberately picked one that didn't have the... Snake! Snake! Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking it. Damn it. That's... Oh. Great game. This is way better than Get Your Facts. I like this. This is a lot <laughs> of fun. Awesome. Throw that this trash the, in the garbage. This is we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna. I think we need to switch it up. This is gonna be a future game. That's a great right, so game. For now, we'll call it a draw. 